It's the JT The Brick Show. They get the snap ball. Hand off Jacobs. That's the first down of the goal. 15, 10, 5, touchdown Raiders! Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Raiders bring a blitz. He is smothered and brought down. Max Crosby came around for the sack. Your silver and black home to sound off for over 20 years. Shotgun snap to Stidham. Lobs to your corner for Adams. Makes the grab in the corner. Touchdown Raiders! An absolutely perfect pass, and Adams dragged his feet in the back left corner. And now, filling in for JT today is Harry Ruiz. Raider Nation, what's good? It's great to be back here on Raider Nation Radio on a huge day for not only the Silver and Black, but for the whole NFL family. Today, the 2023 schedule will be released in its totality we already know who is going to be playing in the international games and the raiders won't be doing the trek all the way to europe this year there's no games in mexico city so all the international games will be between the uk and germany the Raiders won't be playing the Buffalo Bills in London despite some misinformation spread on social media. Shame on you if you spread those graphics on your profiles and had people paying for flights to go all the way to London or the Kansas City Chiefs in Germany. So that's good for the silver and black. They won't have to get those extra miles on the air and the extra hours of flying time all the way to Europe and they'll be able to play all their games in American soil. And today, we already have one game 100% confirmed by the NFL for the Raiders' schedule. Week 16 at Kansas City on Christmas Day. The Raiders will be playing the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. That game, 10 a.m. Pacific Time kickoff. And it's going to have the broadcast on CBS and also simulcast on Nickelodeon. So if you want to watch all those slimes going off in the end zone and everything like that, the kiddos, they can enjoy that broadcast on Nickelodeon. If that's your cup of tea, I'll be calling the game. So I won't be watching that. I'll be watching the action on the field. And there's some other leaks that I actually believe from the sources that they're coming from. So we'll be talking about that. But heads up, those leaks are coming from other organizations to reporters that have a good reputation. Those I'll talk about. The Raiders, they keep their lips shut and they don't say nothing. This organization, they are very well ran and they absolutely won't leak anything. There's people that were saying that that Buffalo Bills against Raiders in London game, that that was a leak. No, that was misinformation being spread. Nobody actually shared that. If you saw that graphic, you know them, you knew the moment that you saw it that it was fake. So I hope you didn't get tricked into that. I always say with the Raiders, you always wait until an official announcement because it's never finalized. But the thing here is it takes two to tango. The Raiders, they don't play against themselves in games. They play against somebody else. And in other organizations, there are leaks. So for now, we know the Kansas City Chiefs game in Kansas is official on Christmas Day, which, by the way, is a Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific time kickoff. 
And there's other games that we'll talk about in a bit. Today's guest here on Raider Nation Radio. I'm excited to bring on somebody I met last year in the Boletnikov uh, Foundation, the Crab Fest, that Freddie and Angela are very gracious to invite me to every year to go and do interviews. Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. He does a fantastic job online covering the Raiders from a fan perspective. And I wanted to bring on somebody to talk about the Silver and Black. And I thought he would be a fantastic guest. We'll have him on in our number one day. Let's go to a break, Raider Nation, and we'll be right back with our first guest of the day. Murph from Raiders Fan Radio is going to be joining us. We'll talk everything silver and black coming up after this break. AT The Brick Show with today's guest host, Harry Ruiz. With the seventh pick... In the 2023 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Tyree Wilson, defensive end, Texas Tech. Tyree Wilson. Man, I got high hopes on this guy. We need future prospects on that line to become what Max Crosby has become since being drafted in 2019. And when Crosby was drafted, nobody had any hooplas or hurrahs around him. It's like, okay, we got a guy from Eastern Michigan and look what he has become. The player with the most pressures in the NFL in the last two years and a guy that is getting a lot of respect from every NFL player that has gone against him and that has seen him on the field. They know he's the real deal. Let's go to the phone lines. We got our first guest of the day here on Raider Nation Radio on the JT The Brick Show. Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. I had the honor of meeting him last year on the Boletnikov Foundation Crab Fest. He actually invited me to go on the air with him and his crew and had a great time chatting with them. They made a big donation to the Boletnikov Foundation that day and we've kept in touch on social media and I was like, you know what, let's bring him on the air here today on Raider Nation Radio. How are you, Murph? I'm doing fantastic, Harry. appreciate you having me on. Of course, man. And if right now, what everybody is focused on is on the schedule release, on getting those trips ready, on coming out to Vegas, on going out to all the road games. Uh, but before we get into that, let me know what you thought about the Raiders draft here in 2023, where they had 12 picks. They ended up packing, packaging some of those to move up in the draft, and they ended up getting nine players. What did you think about it? Yeah, I thought overall, I mean, it, it certainly was defense heavy, which we knew. And then, and then also to pull an offensive stud like Michael Mayer out, um, that I, I know Raider Nation is incredibly excited for. Uh, I know he's got the nickname of Baby Gronk, but we've been calling him Baby Dave, uh, around Raiders fan radio just because he's out of Notre Dame, wears the number 87 and, and, uh, you know, reminds us a lot of Dave Casper. So, uh, we're definitely excited for him. And like you mentioned with, with Tyree, I mean, we definitely have the all arms team now when it comes to our, our defensive ends and our edge rushers. Uh, and then the other player I'm really excited about too is that we got later in the draft is Christopher Smith. Uh, really excited, uh, watching him and can't wait to see what he can bring, uh, to our secondary. I mean, I know that he had some knocks against them and when in terms of like combine performance and whatnot, but you know, ball don't lie. And that guy's got incredible instincts and, uh, just looking forward to seeing what, uh, what he's going to do in our secondary. Yeah. When you look at Chris Smith's tape, it's like, Hey, this guy is a high IQ player. He knows what he's doing on the field. And sometimes you have players like a Hunter Renfro that he isn't going to be a spectacle when you go through all those drills in the combine. 
fine, but when you watch them on the field, you know you got ballers, and that's what the Raiders need right now. They need playmakers, and you also look at that linebacker they took in the sixth round, Amari Bernie from Florida, and you add the turnovers that Chris Smith created, and you're like, hey, you know what? These two guys, they can end up wrecking havoc in that defense. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we needed, right? We needed impact players. Uh, we need guys to come in there and get the ball back, you know, get the ball back for our offense. And, uh, and you know, that's something that, you know, we've, we've missed, uh, as a team for, for a while now is, is players that can go out there and get the ball. You know, we saw a little bit with Deron Harmon, uh, last year, what he was able to bring in terms of, you know, being a little bit of a ball hawk for us. And so, yeah, hopefully we, we can return to that. Create some darn turnovers for this defense. Talking about the, preseason isn't sexy isn't something that people are going to go crazy about and say it's like oh my god this is entertaining but you go into last year's preseason and we were talking about uh the rookies and alex leatherwood and the guys that were going to play between the hall of fame game and then the three preseason games that the raiders had besides that hall of fame game i think with this rookie class that the raiders drafted and then the battle the positions in the different um the, the battles in the different position rooms including why receiver this this preseason for the Raiders can be more entertaining than most in the past right I totally agree I'm you know I always kind of get a kick out of the out of the 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 preseason games just for that exact idea there you get to watch the position battles unfold you get to see the rookies and how they're going to start developing right away and especially with with this many uh, new players coming in and especially being on the defensive side of the ball uh, you know we're all anxious to to see this Raiders defense improve and it sure would be nice to see uh See the development. You know, of course, the, the scores don't matter, and a lot of times even the competitive competitiveness of the game doesn't matter. It's just all about watching the players develop and seeing what the, you know, especially being there at the game, being in Allegiant Stadium where you can see the whole field and watching it unfold and watching the way that they're reading plays. And uh, it's, 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 I get a kick out of it too, Harry, and I'm excited for this one. Out of this free agency that the Raiders concluded, well, I mean, that they started off hot and they brought in some players, is there anybody that is like you You want to keep your eye on besides Jimmy Garoppolo that, of course, is the big name in the quarterback room and it's the presumed starter uh, that we all have in mind? Uh, is there anybody that you want to keep your eye on and be like, yo, you know what, this guy can be someone for the Raiders and can be a difference maker? Yeah, I mean, to keep it, uh, you know, again, at the safety spot and keep it up the middle of the field, it's been a long time since we had a, you know, I mean, probably back to Charles Woodson, maybe, since we had a really impactful um, safety. And so, you know, just in being a fan of that position and uh, it just I, I really think that we've improved uh, greatly there by adding on a guy like Marcus Epps. And uh, and so I'm curious to see what what he's going to be able to uh, to bring to that team. And really, uh, when you look at our safety room in general, um, it's pretty well rounded at this point. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Merrick have a, a little bit of a bounce back uh, and, and being the player that we all know that he can be. And and yeah, so I, I think Marcus Epps and, and just the uh, not only the experience uh, but also his play that he, that he's bringing. I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then of course, like you mentioned, it with with Jimmy G, which is kind of the Almost feels like it's a great unknown uh, at this point on, on what we're going to get. I'm excited though. I'm, I'm encouraged by it. Um, I know a lot of Raider fans are, and uh, you know we're just obviously the big concern is him being healthy. But um, I, th- I think that it's uh, uh, it was a good move for the Raiders, and and looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring to this offense, not only on the field but in terms of leadership and whatnot as well. In the Raider Nation, you got a little bit of everything. You got people that is all that we always see stuff ha- ha- glass half full, but you also people that 
that, that see a glass half empty or heck that see the glass empty. So this is going to be very important the way they kick off things. And for that, we need to know what the schedule is going to look like. And so far, we only got one game confirmed. From the NFL, Raiders against Chiefs late in the season, Christmas Day in Kansas City. You know it's going to be cold as hell out there. The Chiefs, unfortunately, have been in the, beaten the Raiders in their last five matchups. Um, do you like where this game is set up late in the season for the Raiders? Yeah, absolutely, I do because I think this is our uh, this is our shot to knock them out. You know, I mean, I, I'm always a big fan of like, you know, I don't. I want the Raiders to – obviously, we don't want to have the toughest schedule and, and, and things. Like, but you can't really you – know, we, we can't control that stuff. So I, as a fan, I just look at it and like, okay, like we want to be able to take their best punch, and their best punch is going to be the last game of the year. They may or may not be playing for anything, which is always interesting. You know, if they've already got a seed locked up, um, they they may or may not be put on where we might be, you know, scraping for a, a wild card or, or something like that. Or at a minimum, you know, if there's a chance for us to play spoiler. I'll never forget that game in 1999, where, you know, when, when John Gruden and the Raiders went into uh, went into Kansas City and, and took them out and knocked them out of the playoffs. And it began the, the kind of the resurgence uh, of the Raiders in those early 2000s. And uh, rest in peace, Daryl Russell walking off the field, looking down the barrel of the camera saying, yeah, we going home, but they're going home too. And, and so I like that idea that the Raiders are going to play our absolute arch rival uh, on the last game of the season when, when potentially there's a lot riding on it. Yeah, week 16, so there's still two more games after that. But, heck, Christmas Eve, I, I, I saw some folks on social media saying, the NFL has something against us. They had us play on Christmas Eve last year. They got us on Christmas Day this year. I'm like, guys, there's one thing the NFL can't control, and that's when Christmas Eve and Christmas Day land on the schedule, on the calendar, because last year it was Saturday, Sunday. This year it's Sunday, Monday. I'm like, there's teams that have to play. Pretty much every team is playing in those dates. And there's folks that love getting up early on Christmas Day. And then you know what? You get to watch that game at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So it's going to be very interesting. So there's two reports that I absolutely can trust that I look at and they're reliable sources. Pittsburgh week three here in Las Vegas. We know that team is managed very well by Mike Tomlin. Kenny Pickett, second year in a row that these two teams are going to be facing each other, Raiders and, and Steelers. And then week five, potential Monday night football game between the Raiders and the Packers. Getting those two games out of the way early against Kenny Pickett, who is coming into his second season, and Jordan Love, who is going to be playing in his first year as a starter with Green Bay. Having them early, do you like that? The, those guys aren't probably in full force yet? Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I'm curious to see what that Pittsburgh game is going to look like. You know, Pittsburgh travels well. They're the, you know, they're one of the few teams that can rival Raider Nation in terms of taking over a stadium. And, uh, you know, we've seen what, what, what they can do. And I mean, even back in Oakland, uh, sadly, uh, you know, I remember, uh, you know, games where there was an awful lot of terrible towels in the crowd and you didn't see that very often at the Oakland Coliseum, uh, see it getting taken over by, by an opposing team, but it, it certainly ran close when Pittsburgh was in town. So I'm curious to see how, how that's going to look. And, you know, this is a team that's going to be greatly improved to obviously a, a long time, uh, AFC rival of the Raiders and, and, uh, always good when you see these two teams get together. Uh, there's so much history, uh, between those two organizations, you know, going back into the, you know, especially in the, into the seventies when they met five straight times in the, in, in the AFC playoffs. And so, um, I'm always a big fan of that Raiders Steelers game and, and, and nothing better than if, if we do get a lot of Steelers fans show up at Allegiant Stadium and we will send them home back to Pittsburgh moping. 
There you go. So I got to ask you a question. I got a friend of mine, Rachel Brown, off the hook, that she gets pissed off whenever Raider fans get asked by the PA announcers to wave their white towels that they leave on their seats. What's your opinion? And she's like, that's Pittsburgh's thing. Let's uh, let us have our own thing and let's create something. Are you okay with Raider fans waving those towels, even though it's pretty much a Pittsburgh thing that you see out there with their terrible towels? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's fine, I guess, uh, you know, from as a fan. But I am a, a big fan, though, of things happening organically. You know, when you look at things like, you know, like the black hole, like you were talking about just a little bit ago, you know, that happened out of fans. Fans developed that, created that, built that, and turned it into what it is today. That wasn't anything that was contrived by a marketing department with focus groups and things like that. So I'm a big fan of things that just happening on their own. Uh, you know, there are some traditions, I guess, that can be, that can be implemented that are that are cool. But yeah. It's just like people that say like it's it, like it's nails on a chalkboard. Whenever I hear somebody say Cowboys Nation, you know, or Steeler Nation, or any, anything Nation, no, there's one nation. It's ours. It's Raider Nation, and anybody else, like you're sorry, you're not. And so that kind of runs, I guess, a little bit in that thing with the towels. But I mean, at least they're you know, it's fine. Again, it's fine. I, I don't know. And heck, it goes to other sports too. I'm a Dodgers fan, you know that. And I see people, hey, Dodgers Nation. And I'm like, no, sorry guys. I ain't going to say that. It's one nation. It's the Raider Nation. Murph, the moment I announced you on social media, I had tons of people happy that you were going to come up on the air. I love your programming. I love all the stuff you do on Raiders Fan Radio. Let the folks here on Raider Nation Radio know what you guys do online and all the content that you provide to the Silver and Black fans. Oh, I appreciate that very much. Yeah, so our show is Raiders Fan Radio. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. We're also on every single podcast uh, service that exists. You can just search for Raiders Fan Radio. And um, and also one of the things that's big about our show now is that um, we figured out we could make money with it uh, back in 2019. And so we formed our own nonprofit. It's called the One Nation Foundation. And we give at this point to strictly Raiders-related charities, uh, the Belenikoffs being the biggest uh, that we that we donate to. But um, we've also given to the Stabler XOXO Foundation. Um, we've given to, to, to various Raiders-related charities including this year we're giving uh, to the Vegas Raider dad folks who nice. uh, take uh, underprivileged kids to Raider games and, and allow them to have those experiences with their families. Uh, and so it, just we're really proud of that portion of it uh, that's, that's kind of come from our show. And it's really become now where the show really supports the foundation. And, uh, and so we're, we're looking forward to, uh, to seeing you again at the Blitnikoff dinner this year. And speaking of the schedule release, like you, you mentioned about how fans you know plan their travel, when we get the dates of those games in October and November, that's going to determine when the foundation dinner is, and that's going to determine our plans to come out to Vegas for our uh, for the home game this year. Man, JT the Brick, he's a big supporter of the Boletnikov Foundation. I was out there in their golf tournament a couple of weeks ago and had a fantastic time with all the folks supporting the Boletnikov Foundation. But the Crab Fest, I mean, man, tell the people what kind of event that is because you get to meet the who's who in the Raider Nation. You get to mingle with them. You get to interact. You get to bid on big items that they have that are experiences and all that. Can you tell the folks about the Boletnikov Foundation where you guys have been out there and doing your shows live and then supporting the foundation how big that event is Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's a fan's dream come true. So we went out in 2019 was the first year that we were there to present a check from our foundation. Uh, and then of course we were there this, this last year and, um, it, it is, I mean, it's, you know, we've met, I mean, we've met 
Tom Flores, I've met Raymond Chester, of course, Mark Davis, uh, Marcus Allen, um, Jim Plunkett, Phil Villapiano, of course, Freddie and Angela are, are, are just absolute saints, uh, just the, the best of the best. Um, but it, the, the amount of Raider legends that are just walking around uh, at this event, and then as you mentioned this last year, we were able to broadcast uh, live from there, and, and you were our very first guest. Thank you very much for, for sitting down with us. We had a blast talking to you, but uh, we also talked to Rod Martin. Uh, you, you know, we had Shooter McGavin on the show. Uh, you know, Christopher McDonald uh, sat in with us for a while. Um, just, uh, you know, lots of good folks. Wayne Mabry, the violator, sat down with us. Um, just really, really fun experience, and, and it really is. It's a fan's dream come true, and, and the thing that we love most about it is that you know Raider Nation like we are a community of fans that support one another and lift each other up and when we say this Raider Nation thing is a family like we're not that's not hyperbole like it really is family when you see organizations you know like the Bolitnikovs and what they're doing to you know provide uh, rehabilitative services and counseling services for these young women that are at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse um, the way that they're uplifting those communities and in the, the work that they're doing it's absolutely inspiring and that's again that's the reason that we we wanted to form our own too because we wanted to be able to support people that were doing that kind of work and, and basically be an extension for that and so it really is it's, it's an amazing event um you know the, the the company and the food is fantastic and we've had the good fortune again now for three three times now to go up there and present a ch- and the, like as a fan again and i'm just a fan i mean i'm not a broadcaster or journalist or not i'm just a goofy guy in my pod in my you know bonus room that does a, a show with my friends and to go up on stage and like present a check and to like address the crowd of these Super Bowl legends uh, it, it, and Raider legends. It's just it's mind blowing, Harry. And then and so yeah, thank you uh, for asking about it. And I I you can tell I'm a podcaster. I talk a lot. Uh, you know, I could go on and on about it all night. It's it's just an amazing experience. That's what it's all about, brother. Follow Raiders Fan Radio on Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Murph does a fantastic job. If you're looking for Murph, it's not M U R P H. It's M U R F. So underscore. M-U-R-F on Twitter. They do him and his crew. They do a fantastic job generating content. I crack up every time I see your TikToks. Those are funny as hell too. So have folks check you out. Uh, Murph, I hope to bring you on again one of these days. And next time when we're, you're in town for the Boletnikov Foundation event, let's grab a bite to eat before it. Absolutely. I would love to. And I, I appreciate you again for having me on, Harry, and look forward to the next one. Fantastic. Check out Murph. Check out Raiders Fan Radio. They do a fantastic job online, and uh, I really, really enjoy chatting with him and his crew. So let's do it again soon.